I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ. Hey, y'all, I'm Kat. I haven't been here in a while, so I figured I needed to make fun of you again. I'm so sorry. Are you okay, JJ? I'm good. Yeah. I'm, how are you doing, Catherine? I'm, you know, thank you for asking that. I was sick last week and uh, I thought I had COVID. I did not. In fact, I've been, I had the first dose of vaccines, you guys, and I had the second one today. Um, so I'm doing great. You know, it's been a good couple weeks other than having a cold for that took my voice away. So which I was not COVID. Which was not COVID. No, and unrelated to the vaccine, but. How many weeks are you from immunity? Do you know? I think I have to wait five days uh, after getting the second dose. And I um, that's when it's supposed to be like most effective. And honestly, I've just heard really great things. Something that's really, really going to be helpful for our country and our nation. I'm really excited to get back out there so we can go visit haunted places all over the country. Noah, on a scale of one to ten, 10 being, yes, you should go get vaccinated when available. And one being, no, it's the government trying to put a microchip in you. Where do you fall on vaccines? I can't wait to get the vaccine. I don't care where they put it as long as I get it. I actually emailed my work today so I could get on the list. So hopefully in the next month or two, I'll get it. So yeah, I can't wait. Sounds like a solid 10. And something that I know all of you cannot wait for after all our vaccine talk is our guest. It's Kinsey. We found her on TikTok. Another awesome guest that um, has a bunch of supernatural spooky stories. And it kind of ties in a little bit with our last episode. So if you listen to that, where there was this imaginary friend that was really a ghost or was it or what was going on, we've got some of that going on here. So Kenzie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hey, Kenzie, this is so great. I feel like, you know, we've had so many people from TikTok and honestly, 
I just feel like we find, uh, where else do you find people that have these, this many stories, you know, it's been. I know TikTok has really like opened up and I love like watching the spooky side of it. Yeah. It's been fascinating. I felt bad because when we reached out to Kenzie, I had to message her on Instagram because (laughs) some accounts you can message on TikTok and some you can't. She was just like, "Um, hello, who is this? And how did you get my information? I know. I'm sorry. I was like, okay. Like I get like a lot of uh, weird, like random accounts that message me. So I was like, this seems really cool. So I'm like going to answer, but I didn't know if it was real or not. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) We are kings and queens of stalking haunted stories. So (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we've we've heard so many awesome stories. I've also learned that I don't need to uh, like if I'm making spinach pasta, I don't need to dirty another pan to cook my 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 uh, spinach. I can just drain my pasta in a drainer that already has the spinach, and then the spinach cooks and wilts from there. This is what TikTok has done for yeah. me. Well, I I'd say I love cooking videos on there too. Right, and I know that's yeah. not your video, and totally unrelated. <laughs> no, you're good. But- <laughs> yeah, we just got an air fryer and, you know, I don't know how the algorithm figures you out so fast, but literally like I started using the air fryer last week and now I get like five to 10 air fryer videos a day on TikTok and I'm yeah. not mad about it. It's pretty great. <laughs> I've been trying to test that hypothesis. I'm just thinking about things lately and seeing if it pops up. Like I'm not saying it out loud because I swear it reads my mind. I would ask oh, you for sure. thinking about, but I guess I would ruin the experiment. Exactly. I won't. Kenzie, usually um, at the beginning of the episodes, we like to kind of gauge where our guest is on the supernatural scale. Zero meaning they don't believe in in guests at all. Zero meaning they don't believe in ghosts at all. 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you kind of fall on that scale? Oh, definitely 10. Definitely 10. That's where I am. (laughs) I love a confident 10 answer because... Yeah, no, for sure. I 100% believe that there's ghosts. Yeah. And how old were you when you started to believe in ghosts? Um, literally from when I could remember, like, like, so I was, I really became aware of what I was doing around like one or two. And that's really when I was like, there's something else. Um, cause I, I remember telling my mom that I like knew the person wasn't there. Like I knew she couldn't see it. So like, I was very aware of this from like very young age. And do ghosts appear to you as fully formed apparitions? Do they look like people? How do you usually see the supernatural? Um, well, more, I can like sense it. It's, I know it sounds weird, but I could just like walk into a room and I'll just be like, okay, there's something here with me. And um, usually I can feed into like the emotional side of it. Um, I don't see them. When I was younger, I could see them, but I haven't like physically seen them in front of me. Um, the most I do now is like, I'll see things from the side, but, um, I like, I've had things like wave at me, but when I look, there's like nothing there. So like, it usually appears from the side now, but I haven't seen anything straight on in a long time. So when something like that just kind of appears in your peripheral, do you, I mean, like how confident are you that that was like a spirit and not just like, you know, I don't know, some, some kind of trick of your eyes or your mind um so usually when it happens it happens more than once because like there are sometimes like oh that's just I just imagined it but then like if it keeps happening like it will happen more like within seconds of each other then I'm like okay that's again that's like probably ghost and um just like again the energy will change in like the rooms I'm in and so I'll be able to just like tell better off 
Well, I know you um, you have a lot of great stories on TikTok. And actually, would you mind sharing your TikTok with our audience so where they can? Uh, oh, yeah. My TikTok is Kinsey underscore Jones. And my name's spelled K-I-N-Z-I-E because I know I don't spell my name normal. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. Hey, look, you spelled however you spelled. It's normal for us. Um, so when I was watching your TikTok, one of the stories that really drew me in, because I'm fascinated with uh, this idea of kids having an ability that adults don't have, um, other than Santa, it appears that they can see ghosts. And you have a really interesting ghost story and kind of even your development of, uh, as you were a child, being able to speak and things of that nature. Can you share that with our audience? Yeah. So um, when I was young, my literally from like the moment I was brought home, uh, my mom knew something was like, I would just like be looking at things and like kind of just laughing at random things in the room. And she'd just be like, Hey, like something's off. And um, there was just this one time when my mom, she started noticing like she was she got like a eerie feeling and she didn't really want me like to leave me alone in my room anymore so she moved my crib into uh her room with her and my dad and she woke up to me one night just like kind of like babbling like you know little baby talk and um she looked and my blanket was just like hanging above me and so she like freaked out yeah because like that was the first thing that she ever like was saw something so she was like really freaked out about that and then it just kind of escalated from there how old were you when your mom told you about this so I remember talking to him from like two like I started talking very like early like I started talking I said my first word when I was like six months so I was started like kind of trying to talk to this person very young um so when I was around two my mom started asking me questions and she'd be like, Hey, like, you know, that there's no one there. And I'm like, yes, there is. Like, there's a whole man there. And I would like explain how he looked. I would tell her how he talked. I always said he talked funny. And, um, uh, we know why now, like we figured out why, because like we actually knew the ghost that was like in the house. But, um, so she, we like sat down when I was about three, I think is when like we really sat down and talked about it. And she was like, Hey, like, what is this person? Like, do you know them? And just like, I started answering all these questions for her. So you said he talks funny. Like, can you explain that? Like, yes. So I always told him that he sounded like, uh, his voice was really raspy. And I said, he sounded like kind of like a robot. And, um, when I was telling that my mom kind of, she started crying because my, her grandpa actually passed away in the house. And, um, he was in World War II and in the war, he like a bomb went off or something and it like messed up his windpipe. So they had to put something in. And so he talks funny from like then on. And so like, that's how she kind of started figuring out it was her grandpa. So when you told your mom, he talked like a robot, then, then your mom thought, oh, that's. She started like realizing it was like, she knew this person too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And is your mom always been comfortable with the supernatural or did this arise out of all the things that was happening to you? So I believe before um, the stuff that happened when I was a child, she used to not really like believe in it. Um, It didn't like, she didn't really get into like believing until the stuff started happening over and over and over again to like her. So um, definitely after I started like 
talking and like telling her things and like she was having things happen. That's when she really started believing. And can you share that story with our audience as well about the time your mother came in and you told her about talking to the man and all? Yes. So I had my own room because I was an only child for the first like three years of my life. So um, obviously I wasn't having any friends. So like no one was supposed to be there or um, I didn't have anyone coming over. And there was one day my mom was in the kitchen and I was in my room playing and she heard me like kind of get quiet. And I started like talking to someone and um, she comes in there and she's like, Kenzie, like, who are you talking to? And I, I was like, I kind of looked at her like, you don't see him? And she was like, no, there's no one in your room. And I was like, I'm talking to this nice man. And she's like, what man? And I pointed to the bed and I was like, the man on the bed. And she looked at the bed and she could see like an indention in the the bed where someone was sitting. I was like, yeah, he's playing with me. And I like, she like literally freaked out. So yeah, that's when like, she really was like, okay, something, something's going on. And other than the voice, was there other clues that this was her father? Yeah. Well, okay. So, um, did you say father or grandfather? Grandfather. It was her grandfather. Yeah. So he would do the kind of some of his old things he would do when he lived in the house. So, um, we would always know when he was about to like come into a room because like it happened every night at the same night or same time. Sorry. He would, um, you would hear someone like get up and it sounded like someone was walking around the house. And then it sounds totally weird, but they would like go into the bathroom, the door would shut. You would hear the like, toilet seat like come up. It sounded like someone was like using the restroom. Then the toilet would flush, like faucet on, like open the door. Then you hear someone walk down the hall towards her bedroom. And like that at the time, like I was still in there with her. And um, she tur- she got to the point where she'd turn on her TV because anytime you would turn on the TV, the TV would go static when he was near. And so, um, he would walk down the hallway, the TV would go static, and then our dog would growl at the doorway. And that's how, like, we would know that his, like, routine had started for the night. Whoa. So yeah. he he was using the bathroom? Yeah, it literally, it's, it's as crazy as it sounds, like, it, like, we would hear it, but we, obviously, there'd be probably nothing in the toilet, but, like, we would hear, like, someone was using the bathroom. I mean, did you have, like, any evidence of, like, Oh, like grandpa left the toilet seat up or, or like, I don't know, um, any kind of sign that he had been in there other than the sound? There would always be like water left in the sink or something from like the faucet being on. I thought you were going to say water yeah. left on the toilet seat. Oh, I was like, no. yep, it's a guy. <laughs> I, I don't know if I missed this. Uh, did he, he lived in that house before? Yes, he actually, he used to live in the house before we like took it over. And I, I think it had been like, left alone for a little bit before we moved in because we didn't move in right away mm-hmm. and so um yeah he passed away in the house and then like the house kind of sat for a little bit and then we moved in so like in your mind's eye can you remember back to those experiences like do you remember seeing him sitting on the bed next to you and having those conversations or is it more I... oh sorry oh no, no i was gonna say or is it just more of you've been told these stories about that happening? no i actually like remember them like i remember always telling my mom that there's like i had this whole fit one time in the car when we were leaving because i was like mom you're forgetting my friend like he wants to come with us and she's like there's nobody here and i was like he's like gonna get upset if i leave him like so like i remember like having these conversations with my mom being like hey um 
there's this man like I know about him like I know he's your like grandpa now because she like started like she showed me a photo of him I was like that's him so like I remember how he looked I remember like talking to him I just like remember a lot of the experiences I had do you still see him now I don't but um whenever we go back like we moved out of the house um when I was like going into first grade so but like if we go back up there I'll get that like feeling that he's still kind of there but um we don't actually own the house anymore so like I we can't go back to the house and be like see if there's anything right um so but since like being out I don't like see him I just have like so many other things happen though and how does that make you feel knowing that like your um I guess your great-grandfather was like a part of your life as a you know this supernatural being but then it sounds like you had to move away and he's not really present I mean yeah it's sad that like the whole like moving away part but um I am grateful that I was able to like at least because he my mom always told me that he was really excited to like watch us grow up but he never really got the opportunity um so I feel like that was a way to like just be like with my mom be like hey I'm like getting to see your your kids it's okay and then so I liked that aspect, um, but I do think that like he is okay now. Like he has moved on. Like he did what he came to do, and that he's like moved on. So if you if you met someone random for the first time, which I know that's pretty much us, and you <laughs> and you had to, and, and they were like, "What is a ghost? Like, what does that mean? How do you describe like what you're seeing?" And like, I guess just how you're seeing him does that make sense like how do you like yeah so um usually okay it's weird I have like this like ghost that's like with like attached to me now from like my last college which is weird but um when he would do it like they would always give me signs to like kind of alert me that they're like here like so my ghost that I have now he'll always make the lights flash and then um that's kind of just like if he thinks I'm not like paying enough attention or like trying to like, you know, figure out what he wants, then he'll like, you know, turn the light off or something. Mm -hmm. So usually when like with me personally, when stuff happens, I usually like give a sign and like, that's how I'll like explain it to like my friends. Like usually it happens, like I can feel the energy change. And then like, I might see something like to the sides of me and then um, just like they'll give their sign of whatever it is sometimes it'll be like the lights flashing sometimes they'll like knock a photo it's crazy they'll knock like a picture off the wall um or they'll like close something and that's just like kind of how it happens with like me mm-hmm. and is that jimmy is that the ghost that you're referring jimmy, to jimmy yeah it's jimmy Can is that have... the name or did you name him that no okay it's crazy so um when i moved my freshman year of college i uh moved in and i like remember so it's weird so the number like 416 has followed me around because of like another paranormal experience I had because I play softball mm-hmm. and so my dorm room when I moved into it, it was 416 and I remember I like I like when I moved in I was like oh this like feels like there's something like different about the room and um it wasn't until like I went to like my first practice with my team and we like went into the locker room and they're like yeah we have like a ghost but um it's weird. Like he, he hasn't been around, but, um, since I had like gotten there, the activity had like gotten like really active again. And, um, so I started like having these weird dreams and it would be like, um, I would see this man and he would always be in like an old war outfit. And 
he would always be trying to like say something to me, but like he could never like get it out. And there was this one day that I had just like woken up and I was like, just the name Jimmy had come to me. And so uh, I told my roommate at the time, I was like, cause she knew about it. Like we had talked about a lot of the stuff that was happening cause it was happening to her as well. And um, I was like, his name's like Jimmy. And she's like, what? And so I was like, no, like his name's like Jimmy. So we started doing like research and there was actually a soldier that was a student there that had passed away, but like um, he got drafted and then he like passed away. But then like, they always said that he loved the athletic part of the school. And um, his name was Jimmy Dean. And it's crazy because like the road outside my dorm room was like named after him. They have like a monument on campus that was like for him. And I had no idea this existed because it's like my third, fourth day on campus. Mm-hmm. And so like, he kind of just like told me his name. Whoa. Wow. So like yeah. the campus ghost is, is like haunting you now forever. Yeah, well, they, they were telling us that like he was really because he was really into like sports and I guess like softball might have been his favorite sport. So and I, I don't know if I feel like it's also because like I was the only one that could actually really be like, hey, like I know you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want kind of thing? So he still like so he mainly stays with me, but he'll like travel and like go visit my other teammates as crazy as that sounds. So other people at your college have also seen this ghost? That, well, he'll, he'll always, like, he'll go mess with them because he, he's, like, a prankster, too. So, like, my teammate, I had told him, I was, like, because we really like talking about, like, spooky stuff on my, like, my team bonding and stuff. Yeah. And I told him, I was, like, hey, like, I know y'all know that, like, I'm, like, the ghost girl or whatever. But, um, yeah, I have a ghost named Jimmy. He'll probably, like, make an appearance at, like, some point. So, like, don't be, like, freaked out. Like, I told him because I'll be, like, he'll either, like, turn off the lights, make them flicker, or he'll knock a photo off a wall, or he'll just, like, shut your cabinets or something for you. And, like, a bunch of them have had that since, like, being back on campus. Hmm. Have, Have all the experiences been relatively positive or, you know, at the most just, like, prankster stuff? Have any of them been scary? Um, so all this stuff that happens to me has been pretty positive because like we try, I like don't want the negative energy. So I won't allow that in my space, but like, it's actually crazy. Um, a lot recently, my, my roommate, she's very like, kind of like, she believes, but she's kind of skeptical still. And so she kind of like makes fun of a lot of things. And like, she actually had like kind of a scary thing happen to her like two nights ago. And so that's like, so she's been the one that's been having like more of the negative side, but um, I, that's like something completely different than like Jimmy. So, but that, for me, it's mainly like positive. Is that the story where you are watching a movie and then she ended up being haunted? That, yeah, that one. So I think it's still continuing. Cause like we, we watched another, it's after we always watch horror movies. Cause anytime we watch horror movies, she's usually making fun of like what's happening and I don't know if it's just like hey we're gonna like make you believe but like it always happens to her and so like kind of like with what one of my stories I'm telling now on TikTok it's like uh recently we've both been like so we live like really close to our like school gym it's like literally like a minute walk and um the last couple times we've been walking we sound like someone's like walking up behind us but then like we turn around no one's there 
-hmm. and then um we're also like I had an experience where I was like walking by myself back and like I looked at one of the houses I was walking by and there was two shadows mine and like someone else's shadow but like there was no car to like make the shadow like I didn't have any light pointing to make two shadows so I I don't know where it came from but like so but when she had the same she had the exact same experience but like hers was more like negative because it like something happened to her when she was sleeping that night and so um she actually told me that she actually saw something and it was like uh she said she had woken up and her closet was open and um she remembered going to bed because like she had the thought not to look in her closet and um when she looked in her closet when she woke up she said she saw a tall figure and um she saw a face in the top like right corner of her closet and it was like smiling at her and she said it was like uh, it was a mix between like the jigsaw face with the I don't know if you've seen the lights out movie but that like lady that's in it yeah. she said it was like a mix between them and it like was just smiling at her and she like freaked out woke everyone up but um I was like nothing like that's happened to me so I was like I don't know if you're just because you're like making fun of it that it's like target like something else is targeting you because our campus is like super haunted and so I'm like I don't know if like something else is like there so do you consider yourself a medium I mean why do you think you're such a lightning rod for all these supernatural experiences I'm so interested into like wanting to figure this out because I don't know if it's just because of my childhood and like how I've been um just going like having these experiences since I was like literally born that that's what's made it so um easy for me to be with them but um I also don't know. I feel like it's like something that's like on my mom's side of the family. Cause my sister is the exact same way. Like she's like recently been having a lot of stuff happen to her, like how I started out. So um, I would really like to like learn more and like really try to figure out if I'm able to like do like some, some of these things or if it's just like just coincidences. There was one video I watched about like a note that was hidden in a coffee pot yes. or something. Is yeah. that- um, it was a coffee can and um, one of my old teammates, her dad had passed away before, um, like a couple of years before I'd met her. And mm-hmm. so she knew about a lot of my stories because we would always talk about it. And um, she really thought that I was like a psychic medium thing. So she had this necklace that had his fingerprint on it. And she was she begged me one day when we were like at a tournament. She was like, hey, can you please just like, can we all go up to the hotel room? Can we sit in silence and just like have you hold my necklace and see if you like think of anything? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but I don't want to make you upset if like nothing happens. Right. And so we all go up to the the room and um, she gives me her necklace and I'm like sitting there. We sit in silence for about 10, 15 minutes. And like after the time's up, she's like, so did you like think of anything? And I was like, I don't really think I thought of anything. Like, I don't think it worked. She's like, so you didn't think of anything? I was like, well, I did think of one thing. And she's like, what is it? I want to know. And I was like, I thought about this. Like I saw a coffee can, like one of those old like metal, like coffee can things. Mm-hmm. And I saw a male's hand and he like had a note and he like put it in the coffee canister and closed it and like hit it in like a cabinet. Mm-hmm. And she started bawling. And I was like, did I like I didn't mean to offend you of anything like I I'm sorry and she's like no 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 like I'm crying because like my dad used to hide notes around the house and coffee canisters and there's still one we don't know where it's at today wow wow 
That is so bizarre to me. I mean, that's incredibly special and amazing. And like, you've never tapped into those skills before. And you were just like, she's like, have you thought of anything? And you're like, this is going to sound crazy, but I see a coffee with like a note in it. Like it was crazy. And like, we had never talked to it prior to that. So like, I didn't even know that was a thing until she had told me. And that is so like in tune with all the people that we've talked to who are mediums practicing mediums and they're like we get pictures we get symbols we mm-hmm. that's how we communicate so yeah and then like it's just not even that it's like if we'll do this thing like with my mom said if like they'll call you and be like if I like they'll say they have a bad feeling and we take that very seriously because usually something bad will happen like um though like my mom will be like don't drive tonight I have a bad feeling and then like usually there'll be like a wreck that happens on the road I was supposed to be driving on so like stuff like that happens a lot and we'll like take that very seriously but this is like the first time that I had like something like actually happen with like a other person Mm -hmm. so it was like very crazy for me as well and like circling back to Jimmy how often are you having interactions with him and has it increased or decreased since uh, all that first started um so the activity gets a lot worse when we leave campus for a while. So like if we go back for like Christmas break and we come back, then he'll get like really active. He'll flash lights more. He'll knock stuff down. Um, he's recently started doing this thing. Where he'll like close my cabinets in my kitchen. And so um, he'll do that. So I feel like definitely it's increased like the activity and stuff um, since the very beginning. Um I don't know, just because like I'll, I've been able to just tell more when he's there. And so I'll just be like, hey, Jimmy, and then like the light will flash or something like that. So like the activity has really increased since the very beginning. And do you think when you finish college, this Jimmy is going to follow you from there or do you expect him to stay at the college? No, I will. So I, he actually has already followed me once since I transferred my sophomore year to this school I'm at now. And so he followed me here. Um, I think he'll definitely probably follow me. Um, Cause even I've had some instances at my house, like my, my new, we built our new house, like nothing like sketchy has ever happened until like last year when like my whole light right outside my room, I like walked under it and it just started flashing. And I was like, Oh, oh so he's here. But um, I, so I definitely think he'll probably follow me for a while. And has that affected like your dating life? Like, does he <laughs> my my boyfriend? No, my boyfriend, he's just like, he's very skeptical. It's actually, there, there was one, he's kind of leaning to a more believing now um, because there was this one night when we were traveling and I was like, hey, like, could you just like, I have cats. So I was like, hey, can you go check on the cats? Like for a little bit. He's like, yeah, well later. And I was like, okay, well, just like Jimmy's going to make you like just as a joke. Well, he called me later that night freaking out because his lights had started flashing in his apartment. And then like he actually recorded this video where he's like recording. He's like, okay, if anyone's in this room, like give me a sign. And literally you see in the video, his closet door like shut. And no, so I was I'm like, out. yeah, That's, I was, yeah. <laughs> no, and I was like, well, I kept telling, I was like, if you keep like saying Jimmy's not real, he's going to like tell you he's real. Like, he's going to show you. And then like that happened. I was like, I told you. So oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all I can think of is Jimmy Dean sausage. Like, is this the ghost? <laughs> I, know, from the I, sausage think about company? That <laughs> I know. I was like, 
that that's what I was like crazy about. I was like, why does this like it sounds so like made up, but it's like yeah. really like, yeah. the name that's like crazy. Honestly, Jimmy sounds like really fond of you and protective of you too. The fact that like you told your boyfriend, you're like, Jimmy is gonna tell you if you don't do these things, he's gonna remind you. And he did. Yeah, like- yeah. And there's even times when like like in our locker room it's like our light won't come on like hey jimmy like please turn on the light and then the light will come on so it's just like stuff like that so yeah he's definitely stayed with me out of everyone the most so do you have any theories or do you think you're just like more in tuned and he like knows that he can yeah i think it's just because like they pick up on the people that are just more aware of the paranormal and uh I think since I was like probably the first one that actually like knew who he was is like why he's like stayed. Mm-hmm. And just like really open-minded and really chill. That's kind of the vibes I'm getting from you. Maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it. <laughs> um, I guess, maybe. And, and saying that, if you ever have a conversation with Jimmy, if you could just send him for like a day to haunt JJ, that would be great. Cause he's yeah. just never. Like, hey, may- maybe your lights will flash tonight or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's like, what? If- I, I need that evidence. Cause he's just never experienced. Mm. Really. Hey, maybe Jimmy will come to visit. Cause usually when people are like, I don't believe you. I'll like come visit. So. Does he cross like state lines and everything? Will he go anywhere? Well, yeah, I, I'm back in Oklahoma. And like some of my teammates that I went to school with are in Texas and she'll call me. Like she lives like um in alpine texas and so she'll call me like hey like jimmy's here like my my stuff's falling down and like my lights are flashing so he definitely like travels like around weird to me like it's like a weird to think of but like yeah he was like she'll go and visit them so it's kind of crazy are you are you in the room right like in the location right now where he usually is my room yeah he'll um he like will chill in here, but um, he likes to go in my living room a lot. He'll just like make the stuff in there flash more. So if he was listening in, he'd probably hear all of this right now because he's close. yeah, for sure. For so sure. JJ, he will for sure haunt you tonight. <laughs> Jimmy, hey, maybe he'll come. Jimmy, <laughs> I I trust you, Jimmy. So if you can hear me, just know that like I mean no harm, and I get spooked really easily. So just be warned of that. But if JJ's by himself, like go for it. You know, hey, he might he might lock you out of your house like he's done that before. And then he's actually unlocked doors for me as well. So he's, he's so, crazy. I know he's like it's crazy. almost. I know. But like, a, you know, good one. Good energy. Yeah, we don't need we don't need the negative. He seems like an older <laughs> brother type of like. Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm like, I wonder if he was like he what had siblings and he likes like mess with them or something. Right. Kinsey, as a student athlete do you ever go like hey jimmy just like mess with the other team for like angels in the outfield (laughs) i love that i've never actually i mean uh we've had teammates be like there's like uh some weird stuff that happened at our hotel that they like came because they traveled to our campus and like some weird stuff happened i'm like oh it's jimmy like as a joke but then like like is it like i don't know um Yeah, so I've never actually been like, hey, go like mess with this person, but too much integrity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you never hit a ball and it just magically float over the fence. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I wish. I'd be like, Jimmy, help a girl out sometime. Now is has uh COVID affected your sports? Are you guys still playing or are you on break? Oh well last season it did. We got canceled um like right when our season was started. Um right now 
it looks like we'll have a season. Hopefully I'm, we're taking like pretty good precautions. Um, we, we think we'll be okay. If anything, we might get like a few non-conference games canceled, but it's looking like we'll have a season, which I really hope. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. awesome. So has there been, um, I, I know we've tried to kind of cover a wide net of your stories. Is there any of the stories that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with our audience? I do have a, the story about the 416 number. That one's yeah. really, okay. So as a, being an athlete, I've traveled around like States and um, always having to stay in these hotels. Um, there is this one hotel though we went to that, as soon as I walked in, I knew something was off. And um, I, my mom, she would always be the one that would like travel with me. And so she's like, Kinsey, like, stop, like, don't freak people out. Like, stop. I'm like, mom, like, no, something, something's happening. And she's like, you're just like the kid from the sixth sense. Your mom's like, chill out. Like, (laughs) yeah. She's like, you're being dramatic. Stop. And I was like, no mom. And so uh, we go up to our room. And as soon as we walk in the room, I was like, mom, we got to go like something's off. And she's like, no, we're going to like stay. Okay. I was like, we have family nearby. Let's just go stay with our family. And she's like, no, we're going to stay in the hotel. So uh, we, I walked in, I was like, fine, whatever. So like we turned on the light and I was like, look, mom, you gave us a room that the light doesn't work. And so then like, I'm sitting like flipping the light switch up and down and I flip it down. And like, after like the seventh time of doing it and it comes on, I was like, Oh great. We just have to like flip it like a bunch of times to get it to work. And then I was like, uh, I flipped it back up and it stayed on. And I literally looked at my mom and I was like, we have to go. Like, we need to leave now. And like, my eyes, like got all like teary eyed. I was like, mom, like, I'm telling you, we need to go. She's like, Kinsey, you're just making something out of nothing. Like, there's nothing here. And I was like, no, mom, like there's something here. And so like, at this point, this is around the time that like Snapchat memories had just like come out. So you could like save things to your, like, your memories and I remember I had my Snapchat I was like mom just ask it like ask if something's here because I, I was too afraid to ask myself she's like fine she's like okay if there's something in this room uh make the light flash this light went like strobe light like it looked like I've never seen a light flash this much in my life I was like mom we gotta go now like do, this is fine she's like no Kinsey no it's just it's a glitch or something I was like really after a question like that and then um, and after you tried it so many times and it didn't turn on yeah and I was like mom no well then we ended up staying and I remember that night like my teammates had like come to my room and they're like hey like is stuff like weird happening to y'all and I'm like yes you already know stuff is happening and then like there was this my the family that was like staying because we stayed with another mom and her daughter and she was like telling us about how like she had this haunted doll that used to follow around as a kid. So I was like, great, I'm going to like die tonight. Like she had this like possessed doll attached to her as a child. And now like we're in the same hotel room as her. And like, so she's like telling us her like stories. And like my mom was like in like, she had the door open to the bathroom. She's like washing something. And she's like, y'all are just like trying to scare yourselves. Like there's nothing here. Like nothing's going to happen. And then we all just turned around because we heard like a small creaking noise and the, we watched the bathroom door shut on my mom and like lock on her. And she like unlocked it and she just looked scared. She like grabbed her purse and she's like, I'll be back. I was like, no, you're not going to leave me. Like, I'm going to go with you. And so like we go down to the front desk and uh, my mom like sits like her purse on the the 
lobby thing and she was like hey uh, she was like talking to the lady she's like okay listen we're not going to check out but we need to like we want to ask you a couple questions and the lady's like okay like what's up and she's like is this place haunted and she's like she's like you're not going to check out and I was like mom like <laughs> that's your answer right there like we got to go and she's like mom was like well, we're not going to check out and she's like well we're not supposed to tell this to like guests but yes this hotel is very haunted and mom was like what what happens like when people stay here she's like well I personally am afraid to look at the security cameras at 3 a.m and I'm like 3 a.m no this is a bad sign like mom we gotta go and I was like why like why won't you look at the the cameras and she's like well every night at 3 a.m there's this man that will stand outside the doors and he'll Mm -hmm. just stare into the hotel and I literally looked at my mom I was like mom we cannot stay here like this Uh is no and so she's like and then she started telling us more stuff. She was like, yeah. And then like guests will report their like clothing items going missing and they'll end up in the lobby on like the light fixtures. And then she was just like, um, what? yeah. And then she said like people would ex- like say that stuff would happen while they're sleeping. Well, um, I was like, okay, at this point I was like, they have to have like a most haunted floor. Like I don't like, it can't just be the entire hotel zone. It has to be, like, focused on, like, one level. And she's like, yeah, it's the fourth floor. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm on the fourth floor. And so I was like, could you please tell me what the most haunted rooms are? Like, what people usually, like, check out of? And she's like, yeah, it's, like, 412, 416, and 418. We're in 416. So I was, like, really, like, freaking out. And so, um, yeah, like, we, my mom, she made a stay, and I was freaking out the whole night. And, like, I barely got any sleep but like that whole night like we were watching people like go into the bathrooms and like it was like the walls were like they had that glass that you couldn't like see the other side of it it was like that weird like reflective glass mm-hmm. and we were watching like we'd see someone go in there they would like turn on the shower they'd get in the shower like they would just like turn on the light just turn it off just it, would, it was being weird and then like the next morning we'd we'd wake up and there'd be like handprints on like the wall and like just what? stuff like that and yeah and like one of my teammates she she still won't tell us to this day like what happened she was in like the 418 room and um she came and slept in our room the next night because something happened that scared her so bad that she like wouldn't like tell any of us and yeah. so like that 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 hotel I will never go back to just because of like, what happened but do you remember the name of it can you tell us the name? I do not. Like, I know. I didn't even have to leave the state of Oklahoma. It was in Oklahoma. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I don't, I remember, like, where it's at in the city, but I don't remember the name of it. Because I remember it was, like, in a weird location, and, like, people were just like, oh, that hotel, anytime you'd bring it up. And I was like, like, oh. Was uh, a chain or just, like, a, a local? Um, I think it was a chain of, like, but it was, like, a new one built. But they said that where it was built, something else used to be there so it's like oh like like what was there I, I would love to read Yelp reviews on this hotel just yeah so right I need to figure yeah. out the name again if you remember the name or figure it out definitely let us know because we would yeah love. I will but yeah since ever since I stayed in the room 416 that number's kind of just followed me around now so it's like that was my dorm number but I was like that's just crazy and that's like kind of like the pattern and the number people say mm-hmm. all the time that they'll see like pennies or birds or a certain set of numbers so that's your number yeah yeah it's that number and like the number is 333 right now like I keep seeing that everywhere mm-hmm. so it's just wow that's fascinating thank you for sharing that 
I would be terrified to go to that hotel, but these guys might go. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll, I'll never go back. I did not like the vibe at all. I feel like JJ is the only one that's like really brave because he doesn't I mean, believe in any of it. It's not so much bravery. It's just like, I just want to know like what it's like. And if, yeah. it, if it's real, like I, I would want to stay there for, for that reason. Dude, since we've been doing this podcast, I am like scared of my shadow. I will like see something out of the corner and jump out of my skin and it'll be nothing. But I've like, we've heard all these stories. And so now my brain has been conditioned to be like, where is it? Where's the ghost? No, yeah, well, I've, I think I'm just so used to it now that like nothing's like really phases me anymore unless it's like a bad energy. If you guys are wanting to like go to places, you all should go to the Skirvin Hotel in Oklahoma City. That one's haunted. That's where they they always put the the rival NBA teams there to make them lose sleep because it's that haunted. Really? That's so interesting. Oh, man. Wow. Well, Kenzie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Those stories were fascinating, scary uh encouraging like you kind of ran the full gamut thank you for having me yeah absolutely and we'd love to have you on again and we always try to figure out fun ways to bring our guests back and you know do have multiple guests on or just different fun spooky stuff at some point we're going to do our real haunting seance maybe after we all get vaccinated and find somewhere uh, to do it you can take my place i will (laughs) (laughs) i love learning and like watching like paranormal stuff happens yeah fascinating to me uh i don't know thank you for having me this has been amazing yeah thank you so much and we hope you have a good rest of the week yeah y'all as well all right thanks bye good luck with softball and everything too thank you i hope you'll find more like spooky things and maybe jimmy will come and visit you visit jj let's specify jj visit jj (laughs) jj We allegedly have other spirits here too, so Jimmy, you're welcome to come hang out. Jimmy, Jimmy's a nice one. He might just flash your lights or something. Awesome. Sounds great. Love it. All right, thanks. Take care, Kenzie. Thanks, Kenzie. You too. Bye. Bye. Uh, she's so sweet. Yeah, she was really sweet. That yeah. got me thinking a lot about college, actually. And did y'all have yeah. any, like, uh like haunted ghost legends at your college campuses i was too scared to like ask but i i know there were at my house at my house my college because it was like a military college and like the we lived in like barrack like barracks that used to be for kind of the cadets on campus but honestly i i don't i don't know i would come back probably having too much yeah we didn't have uh, that I remember, I don't really remember having ghost stories, but while I was at school, there was a lot of like tragedies. Um, one guy I knew, he um, took his own life. And then another guy I knew, he got um, hit by a car at a, like a party just in the parking lot. Um, somebody was being careless and, and ran him over and he passed away. And just like weird stuff like that, that was like, seemed to happen more frequent than it should you know, kind of thing. It may have just been happenstance, but no ghost or anything. Did you have, uh, did you hear of any spooky encounters at your, you went to a religious college, right, JJ? Well, kind of. I mean, like loosely affiliated with a religion, but I went to a college in an area of the country where there are a lot of like, not Amish, but like old order Mennonite people who like, if you don't know the difference, would just assume we're Amish, like drive around in horse and buggies and everything. And so there was one story I heard that this is a really long story, but um, 
but like so you know remember the titans right yeah. that movie with coach boone yeah so and you know how like you know they he takes his uh team to some place in pennsylvania for like football camp or something mm -hmm. so that was his first year of coaching the second year of coaching that is not in the movie but happened in real life he was not able to book that same place in pennsylvania so he actually booked my college for their their team's football camp and then he uh while i was in college he came and gave like uh we had like these convocation speeches where people would come from outside the college and give a speech and you like had to attend a certain number of them so like the real coach boone came and uh spoke to our college and he talked about how when he brought his team here uh for football camp that um like a lot of his uh team members uh were really spooked and were like convinced that they had seen ghosts and they were like we saw these like shadowy figures uh going around in like uh like a horse-drawn carriage and he was just like oh no, no 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 that those are the mennonite people who live here um and it's true they like will drive their horse and buggies like at at Real 3 p.m in the middle of the night jj but this is kind of off off the beaten path but i'm just curious um because i can't relate to being in an environment like that did you see other young people who were Mennonites, like your age in the town? Um, I mean, the the like old order Mennonites mostly kind of stuck to themselves. But and like when they drive by, you you can't really see them. You just see like the horse and buggy, you know. But I always assumed when I heard a horse and buggy going by at like some random time at night, which was like a lot of the times when you'd hear them go by that it was like some like young Mennonite kid sneaking out of the farmhouse to like, I don't know, horse go drink or do drugs. I had a friend who grew up in that area and he he kind of lived on the wilder side of things, but he'd say, he would tell me that he'd like go to parties and like there would be like these old order Mennonite kids showing up at these high school parties, just like doing all sorts of like hardcore drugs and like just drinking a shit ton and like, well, I feel I mean, like there's a really great uh, script or at least short in there of like somebody following in love with like a Mennonite, you know, and trying to. That was me. That was you. You fell in love with the <laughs> Mennonite. JJ the Mennonite. <laughs> JJ does make great pies. So you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, I have, I no, he doesn't. I do. I, I make some pretty good short puff pastry though. He so. does make amazing pastry. Like That's awesome. What do you guys think about this correlation of children having these experiences where it feels like this is probably just an imaginary friend. This is just their imagination. Kids will be kids. I can't put a lot of stock in this. And then parents coming along and kind of confirming or validating these things that children are telling them. Do you guys put a lot of faith in that? Or like, how does that kind of make you feel hearing these stories? I think it's, I think it's backwards. I think the kids know, and they, they say what they see. They know what they see. They say it. I said that seven times. I said that weird. I'm still speaking about that. Wait, hold on. Let me say that again. I think it was, I think it's opposite. I think that the kids will see it like they see it and say it like they see it. And then um, they're confirming it for the parents. I mean, because there comes a, okay, you know what? We need to just address um, that one review we got that was like, 
it's so much fun to listen to you guys, but honestly, it's kind of like an astrologer talking about space as a flat planet or something. Yeah, we read your reviews. <laughs> and I appreciate it, but I want to just let you know that we are not experts. We're not claiming to be experts. We don't understand. We're actually people. skeptics. We're the We're farthest skeptics. thing that from. That is what we say. We, and we also... are normal people that just like have a lot of questions. And all based on what we can tell, you know, at least from like a science point of view, there becomes a lot of like, reasoning in adult brains that is from like societal pressure when you're a kid you don't have that kind of stuff you don't have a frame of reference you say it how you see it and and i i truly believe that they're saying what they see and and as an adult if you're still seeing that the kid is confirming that for you that's just my thought interesting i kind of think it's i mean i don't think this i i think kinsey's story is like very um intriguing and interesting and i you know, I, I think this kind of criticism is is separate from what she's shared sure. with us. But when when parents are like, oh yeah, I thought it was like an imaginary friend, but then my my kid said all these things. This is also separate from our last podcast guest. I just don't want to offend any of our guests because they're very gracious for coming on and sharing and being open. And but, you've never experienced it. So and you I've don't never know. experienced it. But like a part of my mind is like, oh, that parent just thinks their kid is special, but really their kid is just a regular kid. So yeah, but did I don't remember having times in my childhood where I just like made up random things that I saw. I made up a lot of random shit, but I literally don't remember having like visual hallucinations and shit like that. You know Dude, what I mean? Me and a group of friends convinced ourselves that we went in this abandoned home. Um, I grew up in like the deep south, so there's like a lot of abandoned homes and stuff. And we convinced ourselves that we went in and fought and caught ghosts, like straight up like Ghostbuster stuff. And we were like maybe 10 and we went to school and told everybody that we did that. And they believed us because they were also 10. It didn't happen as far as I know. I remember telling the story, but I, I don't have any uh, memory of the experience. So, you know, I do have the story from my friend's house uh, from with Bill, my friend, uh, where we where I tagged that ghost or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think I don't know, for me, it, it, it's hard for me to really read because I think kids can be slightly unpredictable well and i want to just like for a second like i i agree with what i said a second ago but i'm talking like four years old or younger five years old maybe. too young to have a motive too young to even remember what they said like yeah. that kind of stuff like yeah. they are gonna say what they see i'm yeah. serious and, 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 and the most haunted guest we've had all of this has started from like a pretty early age you know, mm -hmm. like Amanda, Kinsey, um, Devin, as, you know. And I'm not discrediting anyone we, we've talked to, but I truly believe these kids that will like say this weird stuff to their parents, even when they're young, like three or two or four or whatever, um, they're not going to remember it when they're a teenager, an adult or anything right. like that. Some yeah. claim to and some might and some might have it follow them. Right. But yeah, from it's, the adult's perspective. Yeah. There's no reason that kid would be making it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to try to balance the idea of the innocence of children with something as kind of quote unquote far out there as the supernatural, you know, and I think that's what mm -hmm. for us, we're always kind of trying to like sort through so we can kind of figure out where we land on all this stuff. But I think that's also what makes it so much fun.
Um, mm-hmm. Also, can I just say that both of you are having like really good hair nights, much better than me as I wear a toboggan. I know. I every anytime we record on Zoom, I like keep messing with my hair because it like the light we use makes makes. Yeah, it looks great. JJ too. Both of y'all's hair looks great. Today. I'm I'm trying to figure out like how to be a, a person with long hair in this pandemic. You know who you look yeah. like, um, Keanu Reeves. To me. Right? <laughs> oh my god! Stop it! I've been told on that. I wish our listeners could uh, see how handsome I am. But there's also two other people he looks like that I've thought of this week, but I can't remember who they were. But if they come back to me, George Clooney. No. <laughs> And with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Kat. I'm Keanu. Find our Patreon if you want. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.